Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Happy holidays from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. This past year has been stressful for everyone, especially now that the holidays are here and finding effective ways to cope may seem impossible. That's why I trust my friends over at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's number one rated CBD company with the most THC allowed by law. Leave the holiday stress behind when you share Cornbread Hemp with your loved ones this holiday season. They even have gifts for your parents too. So from now until Christmas, enjoy an extra 30% off your entire purchase when you visit cornbreadhemp.com and enter the promo code BIGX at checkout. Enjoy the entire holiday season with a little help from our friends at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's first choice for all things CBD. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be, cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Jesus, Rash, get it together! It's game day, come on! Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. December 1st. Remember, remember, the 1st of December, 2021. Last month of the year. Last first day of the year. Happy Wednesday to you. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Roll X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here. On your Wednesday morning, hope you're having a great start to your day. Everybody have all their Christmas decorations up? It's December. I put some up yesterday. They were no, one just okay. I've found I get a lot more frustrated putting up Christmas decorations than putting up my Halloween decorations. Don't know why that is. Maybe you like them more. Have a few theories. You would think like putting up like happy little carolers in the nativity scenes and snow globes versus like mutilated heads and <laughs> disfigured children right, right. would get me in a better spirit. The only thing I can think of is by the time the Christmas decorations are grow- going up, I have put up Halloween, taken down Halloween, yeah, put up Thanksgiving, taken down Thanksgiving, and then I know that just in a short four weeks, I'm taking down the Christmas stuff. Yeah. So I think I'm fatigued is what it is. Probably what it is. But we've got, we've got probably 90% of the inside decorated, and then we don't have the outside decorated yet, but we don't do too much on the outside for Christmas. Just a few lights here and there, so that won't take but 30 minutes or an hour. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Happiest time of the year, Roush. I'm at... Um... I'm at the part where I'm just, 
it's a new house. I'm trying to figure out how mm. to decorate. Because, you know, the old one, it was, I, I had it down to a science. I had it like three or four years. You knew where every little thing was going. Right, right. Sure. And, you know, the inside decorations, we don't have enough to fill up everywhere. And then the outside, um, like we, we, all the house needs a ton of new electrical stuff. Mm-hmm. And the one plug, of it's course, outside's finicky. So it's like, all right. We're just going to make do for today. We got somebody coming over tonight, so maybe that'll – I'll pretty eat up some more. I'll pretty eat up some more, but it wasn't a bad start. Okay, good. Not Justin, the apartment, no. if you're if you're having if you're having the lady friend over – I will not have the lady friend over quite yet. Got to get the bed. Um, Got to get the bed, yes, absolutely. Uh, no, we don't We do not do too much, Dick. Do you do a, a tree? No. Why? Stockings. No. Hang up just like an old sock and like so, – okay. Do you have a mantle? No. You have a window. I have a window. Okay. Hang up with, a sock. With like a ledge on it. So it's kind of like a mantle. There you go. That, 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 I'll that, hang a sock on it. Hang a sock on it. Maybe that. there'll be some Hershey's Kisses in there. You could do a Festivus bowl. Not sure what that is. Okay. Good deal. Festivus we got, for the rest of us. We got to, there you go. You know more <laughs> than you think. Uh, I, we got to talk about this cat drama at the studio. Huh. It's the first time I've seen the other cat go after intern cat, like hissing oh, really? and like scratching and stuff to like this that. This morning, yes. And wow. you mentioned that she bull- the other cat bullies intern cat. Yeah. yeah, I had never seen it, but I did notice intern cat wouldn't come around anymore. So I figured there was some bad blood. This this has a scorn lover feel to it. Um, <laughs> Definitely more than male, anything. female. But this was the first time in a while intern cat kind of had the stones, if you will. Although I think she's female to come up to the porch with the other cat there and I tried to you know put one food in one area and one food in the other but this jerk cat that's actually not a jerk and is very sweet and very clearly a pet cat to somebody because it wants to like have its belly rubbed and tries to come inside did come inside the studio one time Uh, that was a disaster I think Trevor got it in the studio one time accidentally as well it is a sweet cat it just hates intern cat yes so I like put the food on the different porches and then the mean cat would just run from side to side, just like scratching and hissing at intern cat. And then intern cat would try to go to the other side and the other cat would go to that side. And I've, I've never had a pet cat before. So I was just going to the mean cat's face and saying, no, no. Mm-hmm. But I didn't seem like it was registering what I was doing. The cat was just like, I'm going to do what I I think it was. Do. Yeah. yeah. Cats so, don't understand no like dogs. Okay. Have you had pet cats? Yeah. Okay. What yeah. do we do? What do we do? Help me. I mean, there's really nothing. Cats are maybe a little spray bottle bottle yeah, water? That would work. Okay. That would work. Cats are unique. They have a mind of their own. They're gonna do whatever they want, is the thing. Well, I wish intern cat was being treated a little better around this joint. Just like intern Amber would probably still be here if we treated her a little bit better. <laughs> we can't keep losing our interns. Who who made it longer, Cutler and Bennett or intern Amber? <laughs> <laughs> Intern Amber, and that's not a joke, yeah. which is pretty hilarious. Uh, Color and Bennett talked more, though. I will give them. That's true. Yes. I will give them that. They certainly, certainly talked more. All right, we had a fun night of college basketball. Scooter, I'm not betting any more of your bets unless you actually bet them. Yeah. So the, you didn't. You didn't bet it, did you? No, I'm still in my betting. He, like seriously, like what? Well, Stop telling me guaranteed locks that you don't even have. <laughs> The guts to bet yourself. No, I do have the guts. I just you don't. No, 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 you don't. You can't you tell somebody to bet something that you aren't personally so, betting. So he I, he told he, Hoosier Dingus <laughs> has been pretty spot on with some bets uh, regarding Indiana yeah. as of late. I think they've covered their last three. You've been on top of it, and you've mentioned to to look into it or bet it. Now, I, I have now, not. They, I've they're not. they're big numbers though. They it's are like big against numbers. Bad teams. They and will, he knows. Well, well, Syracuse is a bad team. I'll tell That's you that true. much. But. 
Um, but I didn't listen. And partially, some of it was on the weekend. Some of the stuff I was doing other stuff didn't wasn't didn't have access to putting the bet in or whatever it may be. But last night or yesterday, I said, "All right, I'll listen to them." And I've seen Syracuse has played like six games this year. I feel like I've seen almost all six of them, and they suck. They're terrible. If I was a Syracuse fan, I would want a Jim Beheim out six years ago, and I think he's been to a Final Four since then. But still, points still. Please stands. hold on before we go any further. Can we just please, for the love of God, avoid the name Beheim today? <laughs> I do not want to hear that name anymore, ever again. You couldn't guard him. <laughs> couldn't guard your buddy. I freaking hate. Sarah couldn't Hughes. guard your buddy. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what sort of deal Indiana made with the devil, where they said, "Okay, we're going to give you this Keith Smart championship shot, but you will never beat Syracuse again." I'm, I'm done. Like, how do we get that off? I'm out of here. I hate Syracuse. 2013 revenge game. God. Came up short. I didn't realize that Keith Smart that was against Syracuse. Yeah, oh, yeah that, that, that has to be the last time we beat him. <laughs> has to be well so he says to bet IU I didn't hate the bet but the closer I kind of got to the game I was like ah eh, this feels weird this is IU's first true road game they've got three head coaches how's that going to handle in a hostile road environment right crowded right. Syracuse was terrible by the way and yeah, I, I don't blame they them because they're not a very good team and then Syracuse just blitz IU right off the get-go nearly drops a 50 burger in the first half I'm texting Scooter Dingus, all sorts of mean stuff, mainly as a jinx, as a reverse jinx option. It, it worked. It worked. <laughs> Until it didn't, unfortunately. Uh. It goes to two OTs. And probably the worst two overtime 112 to 110 game you're ever going to see in your life. Free throws decided the end of regulation. Free throws Jeez. decided the end of the first overtime. And then Indiana just said, you know what? We, we don't want a last second shot here. Let's let's just go to the second over. You bet you took a knee. You took a knee at the end of the first overtime, which is the dumbest thing you can do. That's what we get when our first two point guards are out and we gotta play Christian Lander in that spot. And then the end of the second overtime yeah, but he's from Indiana. Christian Lander did some all right things. He did, but not in that hit, spot. Hit, hit that three. Yeah, you're right about that. Um and then the end of the second overtime. Foul to tie the game. And then foul for Syracuse to get the two free throws, a 94% free throw shooter, mm. to, once, to end it for Once him. again, not trying to call him out, but Christian Lander. That was a bad— If he's I not in Christian that game Land- in those overtimes, Indiana probably wins. Eh, that three was huge, though. That three was huge. But it was a really dumb foul there late in the game. And me, my betting bias was like, oh, you can't call that with .7 seconds. The guy was attacking the rim. They went and contested. Let it go. Yeah, he just he Break railed his arm. arm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, and that's the you, thing. You got Trace Jackson Davis there on the God. defense. Like, what are we doing? Roush, Trace Jackson Davis is He's a monster. If, monster. If only, you know, I'm talking about mm-hmm. one of the better bigs in college basketball. If only Oscar could have that drop, that quick drop step that he's got and that quick shoulder turn. That's the only thing. Oscar's unbelievable. But he seems so slow trying to get towards the basket yeah. with the ball in his hand. Especially with his back to it. Yeah, yeah and he wants yeah. to go away. We've talked about all yeah. that stuff. Or just turn around and shoot. I'm, I like that better than the fading away sort of deal. But he doesn't really ever go into somebody and finish. And he's shorter in that. In that. But that drop step for Jackson is unguardable. Because he's tall enough where he can just turn around and kind of shoot. And he's got a good enough touch where he There's can do that. Height. But he's 6'8", too? Well, uh, he's probably closer to 6'9", but, I mean, close enough. Gosh, I would have thought 6'10", watching him play. Um, it's it the hair. It, yeah, well, the maybe. hair gives him 6'10". <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. But it's not, it's not. But that drop step, when, especially when he can turn around and shoot, that drop step just makes him so tough to guard. Either you overplay him because you want to get a hand in his face if he is going to shoot, and then if you overplay him, that drop, he just beats you. He takes one step with that big old shride of his. He is fun to watch. He is. He, he's one of the better IU players they've had, and – and uh, probably going back to maybe that 16 team and maybe even 
further than that. Maybe you'd have to go back to 13. He is a really, really good player. I'm glad IU doesn't have a lot around him. He's definitely climbing my Mount Rushmore for favorite Indiana players of all time. 6'9", 245, so he's got maybe just an inch. I thought he was a little. I thought he was 6'10", but uh, yeah, it is the hair. But yeah, that's a tough one, Scooter. I, I know you wanted to vent a little bit. Mike's yours. You know, it's it really... I calmed down a lot last night. I got over. I had to get over my. I hate Bayheim. The name Bayheim. I hate the <laughs> stupid shots they were shooting. Why they turned into Steph Curry Carrier last Dome, night? Carrier Dome, worst. The mic's yours here. I'm interrupting you. Carrier Dome, worst arena in college basketball. I won't disagree with that. Although on the outside, it looks pretty cool. Not really. With the not anymore. They don't. They took away the bubble though, if right? You, if you I s- haven't seen it since they oh, took, they away, took the, away the bubble. Yeah, that was um. They, like, yeah, they got like the rail around it. Now. Well, it's not Has like the rail a, always it's been not there? like a vacuum type of roof anymore. Okay. It, oh, they have a rail around it. Yeah, around the top. Is that? Well, it's like a walk, like a catwalk or something. That sort. looks even dumber. <laughs> I mean, it looks dumber. Well, they had light the lights on it last night. It was cool. Oh wow! Yeah, that maybe, looks like a soccer. Yeah, stadium. with the lights on, maybe it looks cool. Yeah. If you saw the rest of Syracuse's campus, Justin, you would say that's an atrocity. Okay, because it's well, really beautiful. nice. Okay. Yeah, it looks like Hogwarts. Oh, I mean, it really does. Ho- Syracuse. I I went there for that 2010 UK West Virginia game, and if I never went back, I wouldn't care. Um, West Virginia fans were the nastiest of oh. all, of all time. Not oh surprising to anybody, and, and some of that's who you run into and whatnot. But it just seemed like everyone that we ran into was uh, total and complete jerks. The folks at Syracuse were nice enough, I suppose. They were all rooting for West Virginia, which was dumb. The town, not amazing, but to go to college, I bet would be a lot of fun. And the campus was gorgeous. Really, one of the prettiest campuses I think I've seen. The issue is it's cold like ten months of the year in Syracuse, and uh, you're kind of far away from, well, New York's not too terribly far away, but Syracuse in its own right doesn't look like it'd be a fun place to be an adult. But just my personal opinion, go back to your IU rant. I I, I didn't have too much more to say. I was just going to say, so after I cooled down last night, got over the whole Syracuse hate, Bayheim hate, all that, I, I started thinking, you know, I just had a really, really good time watching Indiana lose a basketball game. And that's what it comes down to for me is, this this may not be the season that we get it turned around, but we're definitely headed in that right direction. And I'm not even mad about the loss anymore because Indiana basketball is watchable again. And I haven't been able to say that for years. That's big of you to say. And I think there's some truth to that. And I think the way Indiana fought back in that second half was halftime adjustments. Mm-hmm. Like, on the one hand, why weren't your players prepared for the zone going into it? No, but there is something about playing on the road, see you seeing it for the first time, getting adjusted to it. But the halftime adjustments were really impressive. And gosh, it it I hate like Mike Woodson seems likable and he seems smart. And I don't like this because the last few coaches at IU weren't overly likable and did not seem overly smart. Big dumb dumbs. And and they would make more co- coaching mistakes than they would coaching adjustments that would win games. And uh, IU came up short, but that was a hell of an adjustment. 16 points on the road at an ACC opponent. Most of the time that game's over. IU should have won that game based on how they played in the second half. But uh, came up a little short, never gave up. I'm you know, with you, Justin, I, as much as it pains me to say nice things about are you? I love to think that Mike Woodson's smart too, but why in the hell are we trapping with six seconds left in the second overtime? That was dumb too. Why? Yeah, and I think I would have to think that one of the players just did, did it on its did own too accord. much, yeah. or like it was like, hey, we want to pressure, but once they make this one pass, everybody jail, you know, jailbreak back to the to the half court. That that was bizarre. I wouldn't mind it if there was like four seconds left. 
But mm-hmm. with that, with nine seconds, it was too much time. Eight yeah. seconds or seven, whatever it was, it was too much time. You can go the length of the floor there. Another good basketball game last night, Nick Roush, Duke, Ohio State. That was fun, too. I did not watch any of that. I did watch a double overtime game, though. I went to watch some high school hoops. Oh, the, you went to Sales Mail. Yeah, or Trinity. Or Trinity, yeah. yeah DeSales they, Trinity. So they lost on a tip-in um, the night before in overtime. To, to who? Mail and Caleb Glenn. Okay, yeah. Which, by the way, uh, apparently Glenn just was all over the dude's back. And, you know, no call because he's the Louisville kid and it was at the buzzer. Smaller whistle kind of deal. Sales um, getting hosed again. When's it going to stop? Oh, but it was. <laughs> we totally got some home cooking last night. Like, Hey-o. three of Trinity's best players fouled out. But the Sales had a chance. They were down 19 at one point. We're down 15 to 1. Came back and had a chance to win it in regulation. Shot a really bad shot. Kid should have passed it. Um, and then uh, the, the, their big kid, who uh, Dugan's buddies with uh, their dad, uh, Floyd Central transfer. So we're getting him from across the river. Hits a three. Oh, if Sanex did that, you never hear the end of it. <laughs> Hits a three to force a second overtime. It was a it was a fun game. They end up losing. A kid was like falling down, threw up a shot over his head to go in, like to win it in the second overtime fraternity. So crazy game, like a lot of fun. And uh, I got to say, though, that I'm not saying I was glad that he hit that shot, but I was like, man, I don't know if I want to do another overtime. Like we've been here two hours now. Like this has been a long basketball game, uh, but it, it was a lot of fun. And uh, man, high school hoops are back. It's also a tough way to start your season. Losing uh, in overtime and double overtime to Mail and Trinity, like, huh. Yeah, DeSales, 0-2. Yikes. Time to make some changes. Many people are saying. Roush is head coach. Oh, God. You think you'd be a better football or basketball head coach? Oh, definitely football. Really? Definitely football. Yeah, really? I, yeah, because like – I was fo- surprised by that, too. And I've also realized, like, I've been out of the basketball game a while, like, as far as, like, identifying mm-hmm. talent, stuff like that. And, but I, I, I think football, too, there's a much more – you give everybody their job and it's easier to buy in. Whereas, like, in basketball – you want kids to buy into a role, but you also need to toe that line where it's like, all right, there's a role, but you need them to go out and be like an athlete and go out and make plays and kind of do their thing. So like, hey, don't shoot that shot where you're f- six feet from behind the three-point line. You've got a hand in your face, but it goes in. Like that, that, that kind of stuff happens, and it's that, that's where I think it would be really tough as a basketball. Coach. Roush, DeSales offers you $250,000 to be either football or basketball coach, but you have to drop everything else. Do you take it? Yeah. $250,000? Yeah. No, ra- no more radio, no more KRC. Yeah, yeah, duh. Okay. Yes. Two hundred. Like if you said. <laughs> I, I think c- a better would be like 60000 Like right. would you do 60000 but you can have no other form of income. Your full-time job is now this. Are you happy? Do you do it? See, and that—that's the, the part. Where I was, Sixty thousand was a number. Scoot, scooter. I, th- I, th- I thought you know. I thought this radio two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 God. no. It was not about the money for me. It was about your enjoyment level. Like I thought. Oh yeah. I like, thought I would, being I would on enjoy K- it enough. I thought no. I thought being on KRC meant more to you than two hundred fifty thousand dollars. No, no, no. So no. okay, we see where <laughs> Sorry, your loyalty guys. lies. Yeah. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I would get mad at him. Like, yeah, if, if he, he didn't. Pass, if he passed that up. Yeah, <laughs> just be like you were such. A, I don't want to do radio. Such an idiot. <laughs> I can't. Me, I can't do it. Let me make. I don't know. Uh, three, four times what I'm making now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. on. Let me do the math. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, scoots. Now, and even if it big. was just like the sixty, I would still probably say no. Like you would. What would that, what would have to be the number? 75, 80? 
I don't know. Like the thing is, is it doesn't matter because those numbers don't work out well. And uh, <laughs> and also it's, getting it's true. So like uh, being board member, I I get to hear some of the politics of all that stuff. And goodness, I who. Wow, it sounds like you have a you can kind of be corrupt if you will. Name yourself the head coach. Oh, like yeah. if say you were like a huge donor, and then you said, "I'm just going to be athletic director now." <laughs> but it's also like the amount of time and commitment. Like you got to be all oh, in on those God. jobs. Yeah. It's a lot. So I would like to coach basketball someday, even if it's just like oh, seventh and eighth grade think, or fifth and sixth grade. I level. think seventh and eighth grade would be the most fun. I think it'd be a blast. Because like you're also be, if you're coaching your kids, or even if it's yeah. not your kids, but coaching your kids, you can press be, and stuff. And it's what two or three practices a week, mm-hmm. a game. You know, like it's not as much of a commitment as what you're doing at the high school level. That's full time. <sighs> You better, you know, you said that you were kind of getting antsy with the overtimes last night. In a few years, you're going to be doing AAU tournaments, going to those bad boys, and you're just going to be stuck for well, it's gonna be hours kid on too, end. Which is a little bit different than when, when you know you're, you're you're watching your kid play. Yeah, but then the downtime in between games, and then yeah. the doubleheaders. And... I know so a they lot make of them bars just for. drink beer. Yeah, No, they just do the cooler in the, <laughs> in the trunk of the van, you know. I've thought a lot about my my kid and if we have more kids about like if they do play sports what sports they they lock in on Ooh. or want to play uh, and i just remember my parents in soccer tournaments with my sister see, have, you, having to travel to steer, bfe and steer them away from that be out in the rain or the hail or the snow or the 98 degree weather and you sit there and you do nothing you watch crappy soccer a lot of times they do like double headers so you wait four hours just to see another crappy game and then you got a four-hour drive home and I, I think we've talked about this before. I think we said that indoor sports are the way to go. Yeah. Two two things here, TJ. A, the number one most unused scholarship for sports in college is girls golf. Number two, yeah, golf wouldn't would wouldn't you want your daughter to have a sport that you have to go to her with to practice? With oh man, I mean that's a good like, point about golf and golf uh, confirmed outdoors. Unless you're going to the state of the art Barbie Go- Bobby Cook Golf Academy over right. off Exit Four in Southern Indiana. Great point about golf. I'd be in on golf, and yeah, there could be some annoying downtime in golf and rain delays, weather delays. You wouldn't normally have a doubleheader, although I guess you theoretically could from Play time to time. Twenty-seven holes, and, sure, you, you, know, you could do that. that. Kind of deal. But there's nothing better being out on a golf course. Yeah, yeah. and Much when better you better than a. Softball field where there's just dust kicked up. There's bees, no shade bees anywhere. Coming after well, you. and if you're at a softball field, you don't have anything to do as the parent. You're on the golf course with your daughter practicing. You can hit the range yeah, while she's working with the instructor. If they're, if they're, if they're playing, playing in a match, you can't like go out there That's and true. be like, "Let daddy have a putt." Yeah, <laughs> let me let me get a chip. <laughs> Celebrity <in>. shot. <laughs> Celebrity drive from daddy. Uh, no, no, but still, even but watching other golfers is. Fun, even if it's bad, yeah, it's fun, exactly. right? Yeah, like yeah. if somebody, oh, it's hilarious. You know, yeah, yeah. Like bad, like bad soccer, though. That is the at least in like a softball or baseball. Like the worst thing you get is a pitcher's duel, like, and that gets kind of boring. Kids baseball, but at least kids, the, the they're, walks, they're, they're good enough to like where chaos happens. You yeah. know, and you get to see kind of the hilarious, like it's a wild pitch and everybody's running around. You know, I guess, it and you be get funny run rules if your like girl golfer was just like topping the ball thirty times and like clearly couldn't play, but you couldn't go out there and like take yeah. her away. That wouldn't be fun yeah, either. But tough. yeah, kind of like watching Duke basketball, real tough. I'm really disappointed. I'm ha- I didn't watch them lose though. I'm I, happy, I wish I would have known. Very happy. I watching them play Gonzaga just 
tickets. God, they're so good. Nobody's I think them. this was nice to see just from like, hey, the ACC is actually pretty down in basketball, believe it or not. We know that they're the most dog poop football conference in the history of football conferences, but they're actually down in basketball. Uh, as of last week, only one ranked team. I don't know if another one snuck in this week or not. They're going to lose the challenge for the fourth year in a row. Why, does that give you some Big Ten pride? A little bit. You didn't do your part. Not too much. You didn't do your part. Um, us, us and Northwestern have yeah. been the only losses. <laughs> awesome. That poor Northwestern transfer. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, he couldn't win either <laughs> way. When am I going to get a Big Ten <laughs> ACC win here? Oh, uh, where was I going? Or the Duke. I think this ACC's down, but I do think it shows that Duke is not untouchable, which I didn't think that after the UK game for what it was worth. I did think, and I do still think they're the best team in the country as much as it pains me to see, but they're not untouchable. They probably will trip up another game or two in road play in in conference. I don't know what the rest of their non-con looks like, but it's been pretty difficult up to now, and I think Kay generally takes December a little lighter uh, for the most part, but... I was I was thrilled to see them lose, especially collapse in the second half, which I actually did not quite literally see because I fell asleep at halftime. Mm. For sure, thinking doing the uh, workaholics gift for sure, or meme if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, thought I, I would have bet a lot of money that Duke was going to close that bad boy out. Didn't haven't seen the highlights yet, but it sounds like uh, Duke collapsed. That's always fun to see. Funny what happens when you don't shoot sixteen more free throws than your opponent. Duke has two weeks off. What? They don't play till the fourteenth. That's great, actually. Get the hell out of here, Duke. I don't want to hear about you. Did uh, what time was this tip off? Is it a nine p.m.? Nine like it 40. ended up being yelling yeah, like nine four. Purdue so, the Purdue game went late. Gosh, so they why, pushed why, it. Why? If Duke's oh, not the best team, college football playoff rankings came out. If Duke, so they hit a seven thirty and a nine thirty. Yeah. If Duke's Man. not the best team in the country, it's Purdue. Ooh. Yeah, they really messed up. They should have put. They should have had Ohio State playing Florida State, Duke and Purdue playing. I mean, Ohio State beat Duke. That's true. But imagine how fun Duke Purdue that would have been. It would, yeah, it would have been. It would have been nice. Uh, Florida State's having it down again. Like I said, the ACC is just down. Leonard Hamilton sucks. They were Thank chanting you. DUI at the free throw line when Ben Caro was shooting. Oh no! I bet that did not. <laughs> That's make so a lot mean. Of I bet it hurt his feelings. Didn't technically have a DUI. Yeah, they should have been chanting aiding and abetting. <laughs> <laughs> So they go to the seven and one. That's a nice win for Ohio State, who is currently unranked. You can bet your sweet bottom of yours that they will be in the top twenty-five at next week's poll, and that makes the Kentucky Ohio State game a little bit better. Get familiar with the name EJ Liddell if you have oh. not. Uh, he is going. I don't know if Toppin can't guard him. I can. I can tell you right now that it ain't going to be Keon Brooks that is going to slow him down. So yeah. Um, yeah. I, I Toppin, go get him. You know, you could risk it with Oscar because I, I think he could do a good enough job, but would you want to put him in a position to pick up some fouls? Did you see some of these offensive stats, uh, like the, the what are they called, like the super analytics, the the real... You like, like efficiency the, stuff? Like the oh. real nerdy... Is it a uh, real field goal percentage? I don't know what that means, but I know that it's a stat. It's called real field goal percentage. I'm like, well, what's how is is the other one fake? I, I don't I don't know the difference. Oh, uh, this was I this I don't think that's what it was, but this came from Hoops Insight, which it's a good follow on Twitter if you're not already. And allow me to stall just a little longer while the big action internet just uh, decides to want to pop up the things that I'm trying to click on. All right, here we go from Hoops Insight. 
The Oscar Keon front court is clearly turbocharging UK's offense. Great word, tur- turbocharging. Yep. UK's points scored per 100 possessions. Here are the stats. With Keon and Oscar in the lineup, UK scores 143 points per 100 possessions. Pretty good. Really good. Really good. And it's plus 97 in 140 possessions. I don't quite understand exactly what that means. Plus 97 in 140 possessions. So they're winning by 97 in their gotcha. last 140 okay. possessions? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's, that's good, too. Although the opponents, you know. Yeah. With Oscar, but no Keon, UK is at 125 points per 100 possessions. Still good. Mm-hmm. 125 points per 100 possessions, plus 65 in 128 possessions. Without Oscar in, Hoops Insight says UK's offense falls apart. They score 104 points per 100 possessions, and they are minus 11 in 123 possessions. I mean, it makes sense, though. It's just numbers backing up what we see with our own two eyes. Well, and all of that is over a point per possession, which in college basketball is pretty good. He goes on to say, UK scores better than the the 2021 Gonzaga offense. You know, the team that nearly went undefeated for the first time since the the 70s. They They score better than the 2021 Gonzaga, and Gonzaga was playing the worst teams in the country for the majority of the year. And he goes on to say the four-out offense is clearly working for UK where you have Brooks floating. So while I don't want when Kentucky plays Ohio State, and obviously there's several games before that, I don't know if I want Brooks on Liddell. I don't know if I like that matchup, knowing Brooks defensively. But, Roush, these numbers are too tough to ignore. you got to have Brooks on the floor offensively. And ideally with Sheboy so you can space him. Well, um, that's why you – have Toppin in there guarding him in defense, and like you—that's that's Cal's dream, right? Bunch of bigs in at once. <laughs> and you know the funny thing is, UK is not shooting more threes. Like they—they they statistically could be shooting a few more, like at this point in the season. But this is just—it's the norm for the most part, mm-hmm. percentage-wise. Yeah, from other Calipari teams in terms of three shot. But. The funny thing is, is Kentucky's winning, and yes, it's against nobodies. We totally understand that. But Kentucky's winning, and folks aren't. Now they're just complaining about the schedule. Because you got to complain about something. You can't just be happy in oh. your UK bubble. you got to whine and complain about something. Got to call the ambulance. Yeah. We started off the rails today, and then it kind of led into allowing Scooter to talk basketball, so we went basketball heavy to start. We've got exciting and big news on the football front. Oh, yeah. And we're going to come back. We're going to talk about it. Obviously, you'll already know, but we've got a lot of takes on it. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, by the way, and that's actually not a request. Do it. 502-414-1450. We'll come back. Mark Stoops ain't going nowhere. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Behold, Simi, life, real life, a thing that we have been denied for far too long. Good morning, Kentucky Roll Call. Yes, yes, you too. 
Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Roll X Sports Radio. Roll Call. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday. Text into the Thornton's text line. Best way to get in touch with the show, 502-414-1450. Thornton's, it's delicious. It's nutritious. And they've got food that, Roush, finish the line. Is hot and ready for you. Yeah. Unless you'd want a donut in which it's just a tasty treat. And the nice thing about their donuts, usually, and I'm not a little guy, usually just one does the trick yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. You only like, need one long john. Yeah, like that's, a, that's very I'm Not fun. a long john type of fella unless it's regarding the long underwear. Everything came full circle for me yesterday regarding Thornton's. Oh, what happened? So I go to the same one every morning, talk to the manager. I'm at work yesterday, and he starts walking up to the desk. I was like, what is happening here? Thornton's was using our meeting space at the hotel. How about that? Oh, so, wow. so like, So all the area managers were there. So probably the managers from the Thornton's that you all go to were also there. That's Pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. Did you tell circle. them about our, our relationship that they were unaware of? Um, no, but I will because they're coming back today. I would guess some at some point, someday, we'll probably do a remote at a Thornton's. That would be – we have a really tough time, unfortunately, with remotes having a 7 o'clock start um, just because remotes generally have radio shows there to bring – potentially bring people in. But Obviously, most businesses aren't open 7 to 9. And yeah. a lot of people aren't like, let me get up at 6.30 so I can drive and go see Roush and TJ. Yeah, yeah. Or Scoots. Oh, they're all driving to see me. But at Thornton's, they're open, baby. And 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 that way, you quick know. Quick in, quick out. Absolutely. On with your day. It's pretty nice. Absolutely. So I wouldn't doubt if at some point someday we end up doing a remote from a Thornton's. That dude missed the remotes as since we've been seven to nine. We've done a few. You know what I miss the most about dr- remotes? And they're, and they're a good time. What's that? You know what I miss most about remotes? Uh, generally food. Salsaritas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, at the morning show, we'd have some donuts yeah. from Thornton's. Afternoon, though, salsaritas. Get a little I'll catering there. I'll do it in the morning. A I taco scared. bar. Yeah, the afternoons were great. And generally be on a Friday, and it'd just be like, who cares what we talk about today? It's We're on a remote. We're eating tacos, yeah. Trevor would either. Not a care in the world. Trevor would either show up trying to dress to have dressed nice, or he'd show up just as the slob that he is, and I didn't know which one was more enjoyable to see. Because, like, you know, slob Trevor in public, we, we're used to him. Yeah. So it's nothing to us, but, but it's, just, like, seeing other people be like, ah, uh, always enjoyable. But then also when he tries to dress up, he does look dapper, but it's just kind of funny seeing Trevor dressed up, right? Like, he fits in with society, but he doesn't fit in with Trevor's society. So that's always fun to see. So, yeah, I I, I do miss the remotes from time to time. Man. I, uh, you know who I'm not going to miss? Mark Stoops. Because he ain't going nowhere, baby. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Goodbye. The big guy. Not Mark Stoops. Is getting paid. It's been nice. Which he wanted to remind folks. That you know what? He's putting it out there that he's getting paid before he's even gotten paid. They haven't even signed on the dotted line. But he's yeah, like, the old Billy G special. No <laughs> contract. <laughs> he's like, I trust, you know, when when Mitch and I and Dr. Capluto and we say we're going to do something, we're going to do it. So I put it out there. Didn't want anybody to worry. It's um, really not like, you know, it's only like five seasons that he signed more. on. Yeah, it's not like yeah. he's only signed on. It, it, you know, it's not like this super mega 
yeah. deal. But it gets the it, they kept the escalators in it where it's yes. like you you win seven, you get another year. Yeah, if it you basically win 10, extends as long as you'd like it to extend. Yeah, as long uh, as you keep doing decent. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Five years for college football nowadays seems long. Oh, it's long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Granny Brian Kelly long, just got ten, but, but for contracts, yeah, it, yeah, they're like. He was already extended through deals. 2025, right? Or was it 2026? Uh, the win earlier this year extended it through 27. So, really. So, he just got a one-year Basically, just getting a raise. Yeah, yeah, a year. and a, It's really just a raise. Yeah. And if a raise keeps him happy, that's good. Uh, I mentioned it on Twitter, and I'm not trying to, like, poo-poo great news. This is awesome. We're going to talk all about it. But it is, like, LSU just stole Notre Dame's coach because they paid him $100 million. Uh, USC stole Oklahoma, who Oklahoma has been far superior program in the last two decades, and that's that happened. So I wouldn't say Stoops can't be taken elsewhere because money talks, but this was great news. No, no doubt about Ends it. the rumors, and now this good momentum is just only you capitalize on it now, and Kentucky well, seems to be doing that. And I think you also got the nice shot in the arm where – there's a fine balance with having your name out there as a benefit versus a detriment to your recruiting. So you, you want to be the hot chick at the bar that everybody's looking at, but you don't want people to actually hit on you that much, and then yeah. you, you, people got to start a fight. And you it's just a whole, stay away, Urban. Wear the wedding ring, if you will. Stay away, Urban. There, yes, there you go. Wear the wedding ring. Justin knows all about all these bar analogies because he's <laughs> Mr. Bartender. But I, I, I think that – from a recruiting standpoint, you get the nice bump of having your name in the news a lot, but yet two days into being on the road, you can definitely put those to rest. You can have the quotes. Um, I wanted everybody to know I'm committed to Kentucky. Meanwhile, you're 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 getting more money to go recruiting. Um, that they, they've increased, they're increasing the recruiting budget. Um, they're going to be. Uh, yes, breaking are. ground on a new facility. Now we haven't had the full details of all of that, but that's, I think that's a big part of it that Stoops has referred to and alluded to, but hasn't said specifically. I, I like too that there was a a point made that, like we've been, you know we've been talking about doing this for a while. This was nothing new. We're just got to dot the t's, cross the i's kind of deal. So um, Stoops not going anywhere and. Well, stay at arms, troops. So here, here's the the thing, though, the story behind the story. Because, like, I mean, how many times has Mark Stoops gotten a contract extension in his nine years? It seems like it's every year. It's it's basically almost every. John Calipari's jealous of the extensions. <laughs> yeah, he he gets this new cycle happens every other off season, seemingly. Hell, and even after the two win season, he got an extension. You know, because of the way he's recruiting, like that. That's that's been the mo, and it's worked well. But from a big picture standpoint. You look at the kind of the timing of all of this. This feels like the contract that Stoops is agreeing to to stay around here for as long as he wants to coach football and not jump around. I know that people will get, well, they're just going to sign a 10-year deal and coaches, they can go whenever. But if you look at all of the jobs that were open this go-around and you look at the timing of everything, like Stoops having two nine-win seasons at Kentucky – in an 8-4 and four season, you could think of it in Brian Kelly terms and say, well, I don't know if I can do any more. I don't know if I can win the East at Kentucky. I can come in second a lot, but can I Can I break through that? I, I, I should go somewhere else. I should try to climb the coaching ladder. That, that timing would be right. His 
you know, he he just split with his wife. You know, he's single stoops now. There's a lot of life changes happening. He's 53, I want to say, 54. This would be the the last time you would want to make 54. one of those big jumps, and he's staying put. So I I think with you you just add up all of the extenuating circumstances. Getting through this offseason and keeping Stoops around, he's here as long as he wants to be here. And I think this is his signal saying, guys, I'm I'm going to be the winningest coach ever. I'm going to be the best coach in the history of Kentucky football. And get used to me, baby, because I'm not going anywhere. I do think he could just make – he could say that stuff, right? Like he could ma- – and he does say – I know he – would like to get the exact quotes of kind of what it was like uh i've just been focused on building the program that's all i'm concentrating on i'm just here to go to work yeah he could just come out and say like listen this is my home now i'm i i I, like this is where i want to be i want my legacy to be kentucky football i want to be all these great coaches that were known for becoming and turning programs into what they were I want that to be me at mm-hmm. UK. And he could say that stuff, you know, like could come out and, and well, do it. And if, if things change and somebody threw $100 million at him, he could also come out later after that and say, listen, I had full intentions to do that. I was there for over a decade. Maybe at that point it's a decade and a half. Who knows uh, in this hypothetical. But like we, I, I would forgive him if something changed down the road. If he came out and said, listen, I just want to be here. You guys don't need to worry every single year. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I couldn't be more committed to you if you tried. Let's build the freaking statue. Let's make this thing. Let's get the tattoos. Well, I think the thing is, though, is that's just not Mark Stoops. I try to pry, like, legacy talk, any of that stuff out of him, and he's just freaking Youngstown. We just got to go to work. We need put to get, on our, we need to get put some on our hard hat. Then do it. <laughs> and then, oh, and then get him talking about, yeah, that's a good, man, wouldn't you like to go to one of those, like, you know, those schmoozing events where all the coaches are That'd be awesome. getting liquored up. Yeah. Didn't you say, well, didn't somebody you know sit close on a dinner? Well, there was there was definitely some a dinner that happened before the year where uh, Mark had to tell somebody, like, quit saying we're just going to win the East. We got to pump the brakes. We're going to Atlanta. Like, all right, just, just chill out a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, so you, they, they you know somebody time. that's you know thrown thrown yeah. several back and yeah they have they have a good time yeah and I think here's the thing it too, would be great that's why well, Stoops probably hasn't made in the shade here better than anywhere where else he can he has all of Lexington kind of at his disposal and people generally let him be him you know like they're definitely going to say hey and all that but like Stoops can enjoy. A uh, good size. Like Lexington's a good place to live relative to a lot of other college towns. I think he's having fun. Yeah. And uh, he's winning football games. Oh, for he's the love of God. bringing in recruits. Just nothing. Just, I, I hope if Soups is dating, having a good time, and all that fun stuff, and it's certainly none of our business, but let, let's, let's keep it out of the athletic program. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to do that. That just seems like those – like at the University of Louisville, that's kind of what they do over there. <laughs> sure is. But that's like the one, just don't crap where you eat, you know? Please don't. Yeah. Please don't. Just seems like that, that ruffles feathers and doesn't work out well for uh, for anybody in those situations. And, and to your overall sentiment, my friends had a, a similar take. Like, I, I get I've, it's very clear where I stand on this. I'm happy about it. It doesn't mean a ton for me because, again, 
if there is like Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley are all the evidence we'll need for years and years to come right. to not feel totally and completely comfortable about Stoops. I still think he wants to be at UK. I think it's going to have to be a really, really specific and special job. And I think most off seasons, there's a 97 to 98% chance that he'll be staying at UK. So I love those odds. But my friends were like, I think it's a pretty big deal that he survived this cycle. If he survived yeah. this cycle, I think, and that was their sentiment, and it seems like that's similar to where you fall in line. So sometimes majority rules, maybe I'm in the wrong, or maybe I'm, maybe I am being somewhat negative when I shouldn't be. I am excited about it. I think he's staying. Mm-hmm. And I think he's staying for the long haul. It's a sweet gig. And and that's also why, like, if he were to leave, I think Kentucky could get a really, really nice coach, whoever that would be or whoever that may be. I think they would be in a really posi- good position because what an awesome job. You're getting top – I'm sure Stoops will be getting top ten money when all this is said and done and yeah. inked out. So I'm sure he'll be getting top ten money. Expect he, He's finished this hopefully – well, it'll depend on the bowl game, Roush. Yeah. This, he's finished ranked one time. One time at UK. That's not great. We don't no, really. They were ranked last year. They were the they tax nah, lawyer bowl. They got. I, I think, think they got the top twenty five. I don't think after that, winning the Wikipedia page, it says they weren't ranked in the coaches or the AP. Oh man, I thought they were after beating. The, I mean, they the should have been. State. There weren't twenty five yeah. teams better than Kentucky last year. There weren't twenty five teams better than when Lynn Bowden was running on everybody in 2019. The polls are a joke, and Kentucky gets screwed in them each and every yep. year in every way possible. Part of it, I don't think it's I don't think it's like this thing against Kentucky specifically. I think part of it's SEC fatigue, and by the time you get to old Kentucky, then well, knock I'm getting yeah. we're getting a little too crazy if we're getting to Kentucky ranked in the SEC and whatnot. That plays a role in it, and it's annoying and it's obnoxious, and it generally doesn't really matter. When Kentucky lost to Tennessee, they weren't going to go to a New Year's Six Bowl, so polls and rankings are somewhat meaningless. Some bowls, supposedly, like... You're right. They didn't do any of the last two years. That's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, they were there at the beginning of 2020, but, man. Yeah. It's crazy. It it is uh, dumb, in in my opinion. But I, I... So, it's a great job. It's a great place to be. Uh, the expectations are realistic, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You just want Kentucky to be competitive in the East, and you want now we want winning records in the SEC. Five and three is great. Like five and three is great in the SEC for us right now. Um, you and we think we can probably do a little bit better than that. My my question for you, TJ. Let's let's take out the first three years because that was rebuild mode, and you you've obviously raised the 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 floor since then. So let's take the last six years. Uh, and there's six bowls. You've got uh, an eight-win season in there. You've got two nine-win seasons. If that six years is the next six years, are are you is that are you good as a Kentucky fan? Are we good? If I'm probably the same, yeah. I, where it's like I I want so badly to take that next step, but I'm having fun. And that's the thing with like the locks of the world and U of L fans of the world that just can't seem to admit that Kentucky's obviously turned a corner here is that like we're happy. We're having fun. Yeah. We're selling out Kroger Field mm-hmm. for big games and we're enjoying the atmospheres. And yes, leaving there after that heartbreaker against Tennessee, while sadly we're used to it, that made us really frustrated and mad. Overall, as sports fans, we're, we're happy, happy but hungry to use a corny cliche, and that seems to just bother the hell out of them. It really does. It's, they can't accept that, like, that one, Kentucky is a solid program, and two, that UK fans are 
happy with their football lives because it's never been that way in their life where like Kentucky football fans have been like, all right, hey, it's Saturday, it's a college football Saturday and I feel good about myself because for the majority of their lives and our lives, sadly, it's been, eh. Yeah. Can we even make it competitive? Forget about well, the win. Let's just not get blown out. But now that the last six years, so I would take it. Yes. Of course I would take it, but I'd probably still be like. You You want the one year you know, in Atlanta, right? Yes. I, I want so badly for Kentucky to be in Atlanta, and, 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 you, and it feels like we're so close. See, and I think that if you, if you follow the kind of uh, the progression of the program, that you've gotten to the point where it took two – Kind of seven ish, seven win seasons to get to that nine win seasons. Well, now you've had two nine win seasons thrown in there, and I, I think that's kind of weighing the four to get to that ten eleven win one. So I think I it I think that's the answer to the question is yes, Kentucky fans are happy, but we do want one more where we reach that new height where we are six and zero, and you go and you beat Georgia like because you felt like they were knocking on that door this year. But at the same time, there was this thought in the back of your head: like, ah, do they have enough? Do they do, do they have enough? And at least at quarterback, you feel confident that Will Levis is going in the right direction; that he can be the guy who's good enough to take you to that that yeah, one after year. The, new after high. the stinker in Starkville, he was he was awesome. Yeah, I mean, did, and against worse competition, obviously, but that's what you should do against worse competition. Did you all talk about his Wikipedia page on Monday? Yes, mm-hmm. that was awesome. I think I mentioned Lawrenceville awesome. and living in the end zone and all that stuff, but yeah, maybe we didn't. He's pretty awesome, but I, yeah, he's I think make to, a lot of money. I think to that point though, it's like there's I don't I don't know if it is next year. Um, if you want to talk yourself into it, we can. We don't have the we don't know who the pieces are just yet. Um, but I do think that that one year is out there. But for the most part, you're probably going to have your once every three years a really, really good team, and then you have some seven and eight win teams. But you know what? That might last year could have been different too if you don't have the COVID year. You know, like if you're playing a normal football season, like it, that's where it's hard to judge for some of this stuff. But I do think well, that um, overall, Kentucky fans are pretty content, pretty happy that Mark Stoops has made the falls fun in the bluegrass. Yeah, yeah, and it really bugs a lot of people that Kentucky fans can accept that, and things are different. Things are different, and that's important. And credit to Mitch Barnhart for making this happen and without even having to put ink ink to paper to make it happen, just kind of a verbal gentleman's agreement, if you will. He has seen this football program grow and have success and everything we're just saying he he has realized and he clearly does not want that escaping he doesn't want to have to hire another coach he doesn't want to have to roll the dice with that his football coaches hiring Mm -hmm. process has been up and down that's kind of been the overall trend with this hiring and some of his decision making but two really good ones in football absolutely overall is Historically is speaking, <laughs> it's pretty. pretty I mean, big if you deal. hired the best coach in the history of UK football, and then you and got it's another guy like that. who was overall beloved in Rich Brooks, like, yeah. and then you threw it kind of all away with a, a silly decision with Joker, but you made it all right. Yep. So credit to him, credit to Mitch Barnhart for that sell beer at the stadium. This is Kentucky Roll Call Hour Two coming up next. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen when we return. Bottomless for Christmas Only a hippopotamus 
Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Totally agree. Welcome back. Hour number two. Okay. Just talking food. We're all getting hungry here. Yep. At the Big X Sports Radio Studio. We got a little Howard, a new position, Roush. Did you see? <laughs> He's on top of the television now. He's on top of the TV. Now he can keep looking down. When you win three in a row by such insane margins, four out of the last five, you can look down on people. <laughs> Although um, the only bummer is those dorks don't come into the studio. Oh, speaking of dorks, this is Kentucky Roll Call. Um, TJ Walker, <laughs> Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Louisville Sports Live, which is a radio show. Oh, they, they pride themselves on longest running show. I don't know. It's something dorky in their title. They longest go, running all U of L sports talk. Because they go once a week for an hour on like a Wednesday night or something. Hey, 10 years in radio is nice. Um, Dorks. Pretty p- specific. Oh, they love to just. Like, we're the number one UK show in Indiana. If you look up. <laughs> If you look up, if you just Google hashtag the obsession, you'll get a thousand tweets from that account. That's what they do. They like the obsession. At some point. They go back to that well. At some point, you are the obsession. Uh, no, but gosh, embarrassing tweet from them. They should want to delete it immediately. Tagging in the tweet, U of L needs to bring back big time boosters. And I think it was Jonathan Blue and Mark Lynn. Dr. Mark Lynn. They're needed. So much money. Yeah, he built a stadium there. So if they're out of the if they're out of the picture now, which I I mean, I the Jonathan Blue his Twitter handles at number one cards fan. <laughs> <laughs> but but even if they are out, that's just embarrassing. You're basically just asking them to give you all more money. Oh man. You're pandering. You're pandering to just people to get because your sports teams are no good no more. I was talking to somebody yesterday who is one of the biggest Louisville fans I know. I was like, so, what's the deal with Scott? And he's like, well, he did the one thing he couldn't do, and that's get blown out by UK. (laughs) He's like, literally, all you have to do is just at least show some life. And nope, couldn't do it. So, they're they're in limbo land. They they got a visitor, so that's exciting. (laughs) People are really excited about that. Uh, people were not uh, very excited when Jordan Watkins did announce that he's going into the portal yesterday. Feels like the Satterfield is a, a wounded deer right now. And man, and I, our guy Jody Dimling was really getting roasted online too because uh, the night before he was sharing on his message board that I don't expect any big names to enter the portal. All the while, Dave Lackford is sharing on the other message board. Yeah, Jordan Watkins is going to end up entering the portal. Um, Falling morning, uh, Jordan does announce he's going to transfer, and immediately there's a lot of buzz to UK. You've got Keontae Goodwin, uh, you know, sharing a picture of him wearing his UK hat at Keontae's uh, uh, commitment ceremony. And he said, bro, save yourself, which is just hilarious. End of the picture, Watkins wearing a UK hat, but clearly it kind of looked like he was trying to take it off. Like it was. You know. Well, I think he stole Keontae's head to be like, look, I got your head. Oh, okay. you know? Maybe, yeah. Who yeah. Knows? But gotcha. either either way, um, I think – so when we t- discussed this yesterday, I was a little like, uh, I don't know. Because I-, I think the situation at hand is Watkins – Bless you. 
would like to go to Kentucky. Kentucky has somebody in mind, big in mind, and they don't want to scare them off, right? And they've they've also recruited a ton of receivers. But shouldn't but shouldn't Watkins not be a scare off if this guy is so good? Yeah, but can anybody just say who this guy is? Well, because I don't think we know. I think there's some like hope out there that it's this is Matt Pilgrim kind of like vibes. Right, right, but like it. I think the hope is for some just like like who are some of the best receivers in the SEC? Okay. Like so, could you saying like, that kind of caliber? Yeah, like like Copeland at Florida was a UK recruit before he committed there. They're getting a new coach. Um, you know, I don't I don't know if Butte like he might like Brian Kelly. He might hate him. Like, what if Butte from LSU enters the portal? Like, there's there's a lot of guys out there with coaching changes that you can say. Well, you know, maybe there's a chance. So I, I think it's somebody of that caliber who's. Gotcha. You know, day one, day two. And you also have to consider just your numbers. And I think with the rule, there's a rule about getting exemptions for transfers once they – and it's all about the timing of when your guys leave the school, when your guys come into the school. And I think it has to wait till after signing day to get these exemptions. Maybe it's a case where Watkins, they're like, listen, if you just wait till December 15th on signing day and you can be a transfer portal exception – then we'll take you then, but we got to wait until then. So I I don't know what's going on there, but I think that's where I don't know if there's miscommunication, but at least there's some vibes coming from Watkins camp like, you know what, let's do UK. And UK's like, let's just pump the brakes a little, take a chill pill, and we'll we'll reassess things here in a while because um, they are going to be playing a numbers game over the next two weeks trying to figure out exactly how to get all the pieces they want in Lexington. Get them all. Are you load them up? Pokemon. Pick them up. Got to catch them all. Are you all surprised that Watkins is the only one that wants to jump ship after that embarrassment on Saturday? Uh, give it some time. Yeah, I would say that too. Okay. Yeah, um, I I think if I'm Malik Cunningham, I go. I don't go to the SEC. No, 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 no. You gotta. <laughs> I don't go to the Big Ten. I don't I, go to a I, place I, where they do a lot of hitting. I, I, Gus at UCF. Or Luke Fickle at Cincinnati? Oh, if you could go to Cincinnati. Ritter's, Ritter's going to be yeah, out. Yeah, Ritter will be out. You can play the AAC. You can run around. The defense is a lot more spread out. Cincy will be ranked in the preseason. You'll I, I don't know all that they're losing, but you'd have to think that you'd be favorites to you know be in the top 15 again. Did you read the thread, by the way, of the horse handicapper who is sitting next to a UofL football player who is being recruited by Kansas? I'll post it to the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. Sounds like a bad a start of a bad joke. It, it it really is like so. A guy walks into a coffee shop, uh, but essentially he was just like, "I'm sitting next to this. Let me share twelve tweets of what's happening." And it's fascinating because he's going through their recruiting pitch. He's sharing details. He shared one of the coaches' names. Who I don't know if people will pick up on it and get him in trouble for tampering because this kid's not in the portal yet, um, but. He was going through the process of how their recruiting pitch works, and it's fascinating because he was picking up on like little uh, nonverbal cues of like what the kid was obviously interested in, how they tried to sell it to him. Uh, so, a lot of moving parts. A lot of moving parts this time of the year. Are you not gonna? Uh, so uh, we didn't get the story. I mean, they they're basically just talking about the kids going to visit there this weekend. Well, who was the coach? It's an assistant. Uh um, I'm, I'm trying to get to it. Let me uh 
So uh, the name, if you look up at Ovals, wow, that's a crazy handle that he's got. At Ovals, there's uh, a dozen, I'm up to 18 tweets, 20 tweets. He's got the exiting vehicles. The younger coach, Jonathan Wallace, is chatting with recruiters. They just walked out of the cafe. Stuff like that. Um, tell me how you want to be coached. They talk about nil stuff, the nil. He's not really important. But also, he huh. said that the kid made it a point that, well, my mom and somebody else had a lot to do with my first decision, but this is all about me now. So I got to make it right this time. It's, it's, huh. a, it's a lot to kind of uh, – Take in, but it is a fascinating look at just how this stuff works in practical matters uh, right now in the college football world. That's one tweet. The older of the two coaches who previously said he played line and coached 16 years is selling hard. He is relentless. He could be a future timeshare shark. I mean, it, the level of detail in this is beverages on the table, coaches, festive red cups with presumably coffee, player, body armor, sports water, alkaline water, pH 9.0. Like, that's the, the level of detail we get in some of this. So, uh, I suggest you all check that out today. I'll post it to the KRC Facebook as well. Man, that's pretty good. Okay. I, you we it has been redeemed. Yeah, that is. I, I'm I'm now reading some of the tweets and assuming this guy is telling the the truth. This is just kind of it doesn't. It's probably not all that huge of a deal. Right, right. But it is like a. But nice, it's just kind of like juicy to get this inside scoop. Yeah, kind of similar to how we were talking about you know getting some some drinks with coaches and so they could open up and and whatnot. This mm-hmm. seems very candid. If you will. Should we get to some text on the Thornton Stacks line? I think we should. And I think you should stop in the Thornton's today on your way to work. Quick in, quick out. Feel yourself to start your hump day. Hump First day? day of December. Oh, yeah. Go get some, like, well, something bet, something kind of Christmassy. I bet they have Christmas donuts with, like, like sprinkles. Sprinkles, which, by the way, kind of overrated. Except Spring, if it's, okay. like, no, it's not. Except if it's properly, on, like, a rated. Christmas tree type shape thing. Like that's one thing I need to get some of those those Hostess Christmas trees. Uh, you know they make ice cream no, those, of that. Those aren't all that good. You're not missing out on them. Roush, if you love those, they make ice cream <laughs> of that. The look Roush gave me there when I said that. They're, I mean, they're okay, but if you've had one Hostess, you've had them all. That's true. Yeah, but I think it's I think that's where the sprinkles actually make it, and mostly it's just the like, oh my gosh, this is Christmas time of year, and I think it's the only Hostess thing that they haven't dramatically reduced in size over the years. Because they kind of sneak up on you when they're like, wait, this isn't as big as it used to be. Yeah. All right. That, okay, that, I, or is it just because we're getting bigger? Speaking of getting bigger, I have really gotten into macaroons. You guys, oh, ma- you wow. guys macaroons, how, guys? How no. foo-foo of you, TJ. I, uh, that is gosh. such a foo-foo thing to say. But, like, I, I don't care. They are so good. They're better than cookies. And they're better than ice cream, and they're just the most perfect texture and, like, consistency, and it's the perfect little dessert. And you all both know I'm huge Williams Bakeries, guys. Always have been. Always always will be. But a place much closer to me in Linden, I'm going to give them a shout-out. Fresh Market, which is off Brownsboro Road, right by the Waterson, has the just the best macaroons. They have a bakery. I don't know if these bakers are students. I don't know if they're just people that wear funny hats, but they make the absolute best macaroons there are. And they had a pumpkin one that was just like a mini pumpkin pie in your mouth. 
It reminded me of like the future where people think you're just gonna like have a pill that's gonna be like your daily nutrients and stuff, and it's gonna like make mm. you feel full. Like, but th- that's what that little macaroon did with a whole pumpkin pie into my body, and they're pretty inexpensive. I had a buddy whose wife made some this weekend. I'll have to see if she has any left. I'll bring you a couple because oh, she's an awesome baker. Oh yeah, is this the one? Wait. Yes, same. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. With the bad logo. Oh, yeah. I definitely want some of her macaroons. <laughs> Macaroon me up. Okay. Return of the Mac. Now back to the text line that we never really got to. <laughs> Good morning, guys. I'm having issues with the post game shows on the app. Last two show. This can't be for us. <laughs> definitely not for us. Is there a path that Notre Dame's interim coach Steve Fisher's on his way to a national championship? I like that. That's because Trevor will always bring up Steve Fisher. Yeah. Hey, they did the rankings yesterday. Did you have any takes on that? No, other than I would have liked to have seen Kentucky ahead of Arkansas to where it almost kind of forces the Citrus Bowl's hand. Um, I ultimately think that if Michigan defeats Iowa and Iowa goes to the Citrus Bowl, that Kentucky will be the choice over Arkansas. So why is that? They because of the matchup, the Mark Stoops factor. Kentucky fans travel well, um, so there's that. Yeah, I think I read somewhere that they hadn't been Arkansas and like A&M hadn't been to the Citrus Bowl in a really long time or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I still think Kentucky's going to end up in the Outback Bowl. That's my guess, but I'm not – that's you know obviously no inside information and just kind of going with the flow. But Gosh. what about the idea of like a potential UK-Ohio State matchup? Have you seen that? Have you heard about this? I think that could only happen if – Michigan would Iowa have to lose. Wins. yeah. 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 If Michigan loses, that way those two teams would get the New Year Sixes. Two years, yeah. So Ohio State almost by process of elimination would be booted out. Yep. Kentucky, Ohio State, would you like that? Yeah. I think Kentucky would get. I mean, Kentucky secondary would get roasted, and but UK would probably. Outs, you all would well, lose by three touchdowns if there wasn't any offense. Shut up, <laughs> Dingus. But opt-outs. I do think Kentucky would be able to move the ball on them. Yeah, yeah, their defense stinks. Their I, defense is not good. I think this Kentucky offense has like clicked. And, yeah. You know, they don't turn the ball over, which is a big if. It's a big but, if. Yeah. You know, it, I think that Louisville game meant a ton to them, and they cleaned it up that for mm-hmm. at least that one game. So, I think Kentucky could score on them. I still would take Ohio State probably by double digits. If Garrett Wilson, but is I'd want to roll the though. dice. Just that that Man. game, that build up for the recruiting, for the hype, for the just the TV coverage. Oh, talking and then, smack to all of Brooks' family then, at Christmas. Oh my god! If you pull the upset, oh man! If you pull the upset, it'd be worth it. Where a loss, you know, you lost Ohio State. You would get a lot of people excited to go to that game too. Oh yeah! And I don't know how excited. Oh, Ohio I think State I, fans I would. would be. I think I'd have to go to it and. I I gotta go to a bachelor party in Vegas in March, so it's kind of what a bummer. It's booked up. It's booked up my your my bowl fun budget. Yeah, and it's booked up like you know I I used to go to the CBS Sports Classic. Haven't gone in a couple of years, but that that wasn't that would be entertaining, you know. Uh, and that's all, basketball games are are a good time, but yeah. So I'm going out there conference tournament week. I'm excited about it, but supposedly it's a it's a real zoo. Mm. It'd be fun though, which I don't generally like people. Oh, thanks. But I'd have to go to UK Ohio State. I ain't missing that, even if I just go for a night or two. Uh, you're right. That place would be a, a complete and total sellout. Also, um, did they announce that Freeman will be the interim coach? Because I think they initially said they're not going to have an interim coach. They're bringing back. You know how Bob Stoops is going back to Oklahoma. Lou Holtz back to Notre Dame for this game. 
We're going to wait more for the Kipper. What's he up to? Didn't and he get I, canceled? I, I, oh, no. He went on... He went on Fox News and said, if we had young men going to Normandy, we can play college football. Oh, during the COVID stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, it kind of turned out to be true there. (laughs) (laughs) He's 84. Yeah, he's coming back to do the interim for... (laughs) His ears are dragging on the field. (laughs) His hair's still blonde. Like, ooh, you never went gray? Yeah. He's long natural. (laughs) Next text into the Thornton's text line. Any chance we get Wagner back? Yeah, Freeman leaves. I think Marcus Freeman played a big role in his recruitment. So uh, that's why I need to need to figure out what. Uh, it's really exciting latest. football times right now. What's happening? Transfer portal, recruiting, coaching changes. U of L is just a complete and total mess. <laughs> oh. Yeah, one of my friends was like, "Really? Can anything go wrong for UK right now?" He's like, "Jesus, y'all just got y'all got everything going for you." Well, like, we had a rough, we had a rough mid October to mid November. Yeah, that was like, true. And and you know the loss to Duke in basketball, but it's really turned around, and th- and and it's made us kind of appreciate the season in a whole. That Tennessee loss is always going to bug us, but what t- which Tennessee loss hasn't? Mm-hmm. Yeah, times are good. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, buddy. Um, did you see um, some of the players that are in the transfer portal yesterday from Kentucky? Nick Scalzo officially. Um, this time, no take backs. No, he seems like a good kid. I wish. I hope he gets some playing time somewhere and gets to play some college football because I think he really, really obviously wants to. And then Travis Tisdale kind of forgot about him. Um, yeah, he – Not um, to be rude. So – he was a former four-star, at least by ESPN. Jared Casey was a former four-star by a couple of recruiting yeah, the services Jared Case, as well. Casey one was the the one to talk about, I think. In Tisdale's case, Tisdale just needed to have hands. Like, he's a scat back. Mm-hmm. But, like, you need to be able – and he just – there was one open practice we went to where he was trying to catch punts, and I just felt bad for the kid. Like he just – you know, just not catching, not his thing. Running, good. He'll go – He'll go to like a Georgia Southern or somewhere and just light him up. So um, I think he's a good player. He's a real good kid. So wish the best of luck to him. Wish the best of luck to Jared Casey as well, who struggled to find the right fit because he's kind of a tweener. Uh, you know, he's probably a little too small to play edge, but that's might be what he's best at. He had a couple decent games early on in the year, but at inside linebacker, it just figuring out how to fill the gaps in the right spot, the timing, the instincts, that just being fast twitch to react and get into the holes. It, it was tough on him. And he ended up getting passed up by Trevin Wallace, a top 50 recruit, um, and got a Martez thrower as well. So, um, and then he had De'Aaron Jackson come back, kind of play over him. Wish Casey the best of luck. Um, you know, they could end up being a big gift for Louisville if they're able to bring him back. So, uh, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, it just... I was very excited about him, uh, especially when Kentucky got him from Oregon. But there was every chance to to get out there on that field, especially this season, yeah. especially as as much as it sucks. And glad that he's that he's taking strides. And I like that he was happy about the Stoops news. But with even with the Oats, you know, that was even more of like, okay, we 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 need some some guys to step up. Just never really seemed to click. No, no, it just 
really uh, really ha- didn't click for him. So best of luck to him. Kentucky's linebacker room, though, still in great shape. Oh, yeah, especially with people returning like everybody's saying. Yeah, and uh, now Jacquez Jones, he was they were filling in for Stoops on his call-in show last night. Uh, Stoops just kind of did the opening segment call-in thing while uh, on the road recruiting. So Will Levis and Jacquez Jones went on, and they, they weren't there to break any news that they're coming back. Um, but I think they're coming back. It's, I hope so. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, I think they're coming back. I, I like mean, it when Kentucky – Keeps good football players. I mean, Levis has to come back, no? Yes. Like, what What are his other options? He'll come back. Yeah, yeah. I do think it's funny that, like, a lot of people who love Will Levis are showing that love by saying on Twitter, well, where would he go? He can't be in the NFL. It's like, okay, you don't have to be a jerk about it. Like, he could go try to be in the NFL right now, but I think he'll realize that his – It'll be a better path a year later. Mm-hmm. So don't you're right. Roush is right. Don't be a jerk. But some people are just. I don't even think they try to be. You know, Sally are. They just don't know better. They don't. They don't know better. <laughs> they don't know any better. Uh, Texter on the Thornton Stex line. Rewatching the game, Louisville's linemen are barely bigger than Wandell. What a trash football team. <laughs> and Wandell's tiny. <laughs> I, I did watch some of it on SEC Network yesterday at 11 a.m. Uh, just briefly and. <laughs> they were very small compared to UK's. But UK's offensive line is one of the biggest in the country. But, yeah, they – they, ooh, man. I guess where I, my perspective of the game, Roush, where I was sitting, you depth sometimes is an issue. I, I Man, there were some runs. There was nowhere anybody near Levis. Yeah. Like yeah. within the neighborhood. That, that first long touchdown run, too. He just – it's like, is anybody – Anybody out there? Yeah. Uh, gosh. I wish you could just play Louisville every week, you know? <laughs> if there's one thing girls love, it's for their first date to be discussed on the radio and to be called bougie. First of all, I had permission to discuss the date on the radio because I had told her what's going on with you all giving me crap all the time about not liking girls. So I got permission to discuss it. And like I said yesterday, called her bougie to her face. So I'm not hiding here. Yeah, also like... Bougie's kind of like a fun, like that can be. Uh, bougie is a word that is up for interpretation. Yeah, like nobody say, knows what. It I'm means. not a huge fan of it. No, because you get called it all the time. I'm sure. <laughs> I, uh, don't, I, but, I, but uppity, I, I don't. Uppity would be bad. You're not going to say uppity. I just, I just or think it's snobby. But bougie's like a fun, like yeah. you know. Uh, I just think who that, is it that likes to be lovingly referred to as bad and bougie? Yeah. So, um, was it was it Cardi B? Cardi B. Yeah. yeah. I think using the word bougie is bougie in itself, and I'm just not very bougie. (laughs) I've heard that so many times. It's so true. It's so true. They call me Blue Collar Walker. (laughs) (laughs) Texter on the Thornton. Texter on the Thornton's text line says, "If there's one, oh, uh, making the playoff is more likely at Notre Dame. Winning a title is more likely at LSU. Yeah, that's spot on. Yep." I totally agree with that. Nailed it. And, but we're going to see the expanded playoff, and uh, maybe yeah. that maybe that'll change things. Even then, it'll probably still be really easy for Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I've got a Notre Dame friend who just thinks their schedule is murderer's row, and it's it's always tough. But I still don't think it's I still don't think it's that tough. I don't think it's like SEC tough. I think some years it's like Big Ten tough. 
Like, oh, you got to play USC this year. Like Who was their coach for that game? They're big games next year. Yeah. That he says is that he thinks is, is so challenging. At Ohio State, very difficult game. Clemson will be at Notre Dame, and then they play USC. I'm not sure where that game's at. Uh, Maybe at USC. Yeah. But, like, okay. And besides that, it's like, you know, Navy. crappy ACC teams and Navy and stuff yeah. like that. Nothing, nothing too challenging outside of that. Those are okay. All those games could be tough. Clemson, stu- well, Clemson didn't stink. They they turned. They got better as the year went on, but they still. I don't think they were all that great. They don't have a quarterback. So Clemson, that game's at home. You got to win that one against Clemson. Although Clemson will probably end up having more fans there than Notre Dame, which is always really embarrassing for the Irish. At USC, they'll be better with Lincoln Riley, but still, they were horrible this year. And then yes, the game at Ohio State, challenging. Justin, turn your mic off. <laughs> I love something that somebody shared on the KRC Facebook page. It's a, it's a late night one, but I want to give a shout out to our buddy Jeremy. Watching the Indiana game versus Syracuse, Jimmy Dykes with a quote to sum up this game. Don't believe either team deserves to win this game. What a bunch of losers. Gosh, Jimmy, Jimmy Dykes seems like a great guy. He, uh, I love Jimmy. Dykes. Were you? Yeah. You don't like Jimmy? I no, love Jimmy. I, he, Get out of his jet, baby. He's worn. He's worn on me. It, well, it's like those things I do like and rocking little heartbeat and all that fun stuff. It's just his like commentary is so like, vanilla. Are they trying hard enough? Yes. It, oh my gosh. It's all about then, like effort. And then a like, player will like foul somebody. It'll be an and one, and he'll be like, "Well, why would he do that? You can't do that." And it's like, "Well, Jimmy, he wasn't trying to do that, man. Well, you can't throw the ball out of bounds in that situation. When can you ever throw the ball out of bounds, Jimmy? It's a bad. He didn't mean to do it. He knows that. And then when Syracuse was going on that, well, the whole first half was a run for Syracuse. But he was like, "This is an important minute for Indiana. They're down 16. You don't want it to be any more." Yeah, Jimmy, you don't. You don't want to go down anymore at that point. Oh, he does it all the time. But I do think he is – I think he's got a good heart and seems like a nice guy. A rocking and, little heart. And I love, I love all the little side antics, and he does know the game. It's just – Well, he breaks it down in a way where – and this might sound offensive, but he breaks it down in a way where stupid people understand it. Like, they always say in broadcasting you want to appease all your levels of watchers, whether it's – a an amateur or someone who knows the sport. but And he does it at a very basic level where anyone can understand. Yeah, but, like, there's a difference between making things palatable versus, like, everything is all about effort. And he's one of those coaches that's not an X and O's. He's a rah-rah guy. He's a yes. coach O. And, yes. like, I freaking hate rah-rah guys. I hate motivational speakers. Like, there's a guy that ends up on my timeline all the time. I'm sure he's a nice fellow. I could, I could go the rest of my life without seeing Inky Johnson talking about – I don't know what it is. I cannot stand any of that stuff. They're like, you need positive affirmation in your life. Damn it, I'll do it myself. I don't need you up here going on and on and preaching. Like, I don't need that. All right? That stuff drives me nuts, and that's kind of what Jimmy is. He's a he's a rah-rah guy. Speaking of rah-rah guys, I had a bo- guy at my bar last night who there was a Jim Valvano commercial on, and he was he go, looks at it and goes, oh, I hate that guy. I was like, What? what? Who hates Jimmy? I was like, B? I was like, hold, I didn't even, I didn't even know how to address that. Must, I was like, uh, he must have thought he was somebody I else. Think, I think I looked at him and I was like, he's not here anymore. Like, oh, he's what? not staying at the hotel. No, like Jimmy V is not around. <laughs> I don't know if he knew that. 
You could be living under a rock. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was he very He must have thought maybe it was somebody else. Maybe. But yeah. Man. Do we need another break? Yes. We do. Okay. Break. Break. Ah! <laughs> oh, great song. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. I think I was in love once. Really? What was her name? I don't remember. That's not a good start, but but keep going. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. I know you were right. Believing for so long. I'm all out of love. What am I without you? I can't be too Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker. Nick Roush and Justin Kalen on your Wednesday morning. What are you giggling all about? Uh, the Thornton Stacks on. Oh, okay. There's we some d- funny stuff on We there. do need to get to that. But before we do, we've talked a lot of food today. It's gotten all of us hungry. Go to Salsaritas. Yeah, eat it. Middletown St. Matthews, delicious. It's good. Very good. Go eat it today. Back to the Thornton Stacks line? Let's do it. Dexter says, Nick Richards got his first career NBA start on Monday. 12 hours before, Trevor asked, what's he up to nowadays? Gosh. Still can't even admit how wrong he was in that discussion. He was definitely not looking for y'all to say that he was in the NBA still. I was <laughs> I was talking about that specific moment, that game, that yeah. one season. He was kind of – I was saying he could be as good. No. <laughs> Scramble mode. It's like walk, just dying on hills. Texter, Trevor's stop trying take is a great way to admit they got their ass kicked without giving any credit to UK. Uh, he hates giving credit to UK. In any way, he can have like a little slider barb. He's living, he's living in a different reality. That's the thing you got to understand. Yeah. To him, Kentucky's never going to be good. Kentucky could win the SEC, and he he'd talk about how down the SEC was. It's. And that's all right. It's a it's a rivalry. I, we still love them all the same. Yep. Still love them. Oh, what a big guy. Let's hear it. Kentucky Football Player of the Year, Play of the Year, Funniest Moment of the Year. I think, I've, got, I've, I got think, good, I've got good ones. I think these. these are somewhat kind of easy. Uh, player of the Year, Wondell Robinson. No doubt about it. You can't say anybody else. Yeah, you really can't. And Chris Rodriguez had a good year. The fumbles were frustrating. He had a good year. Will Levis had a good year. Plenty of guys on defense had solid years. Uh, I, I guess if you get in the analytics, I'm sure there's some offensive linemen that graded out really, really right, well. Right, right, but Wandell but it's Wandell. broke air raid records. And this was an <laughs> offense that the last time like, Kentucky – What would it be without beat, him? Yeah. I the mean, last time geez. Kentucky beat L, they did it by completing one pass. Still beat the snot out of them because we can do it any which way. But still, things change quickly because of Wandell. Play of the year, this one's a no-brainer too. Okay, what the, do you got? Uh, block field goal, Trevin Wallace to the house. That pop at Kroger Field was incredible. All-time moment. All-time moment. I was thinking maybe the Jones block pass on that game. 
Uh, when I think about the game, though, I think I'm going to think about the the crowd roaring after that blocked field goal in return. I mean, for a you touchdown. can make the you can make the point. Kentucky maybe doesn't win the game without that, but that technically Jones deflection there was the game winning. Yeah, game winning play. I mean, it might have just been an incomplete pass though without the deflection. You Let's know. see what other cool plays there were. This the, year. Uh, the the smoke blowing up Wandale was awesome. Uh, that was an incredible play. Josh Alvey, people forget he had that punt return for a touchdown against Mississippi State. That yeah. was pretty great. Um, Not, didn't do much. Funniest moment had to be the coach getting shoved, right? Mm, coach getting shoved? Yeah, that I can't. Was it Square that shoved the coach on the sideline? Oh, that was, yeah. that was pretty oh, funny. South Carolina. Absolutely. Absolutely. Looking gonna, back on it, that's pretty I funny. I was going to say funniest moment of the year. Jail him! Jail him! Was Kentucky calling a timeout to cover at Georgia and just watching the outrage. That was hilarious. That was pretty funny. <laughs> the unfunniest moment was when Jones didn't jump on that fumble. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, and then Brad White gets an unsportsmanlike penalty for running down to tell those guys to jump on the football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. <laughs> or the unfunniest moment was the missed face mask against Tennessee. Oh, God. But you know what? That Louisville game, that made it. Pretty hilarious. That, just, that, that, just, that brought the everything. Louisville game, funniest <laughs> moment of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Losers. Losers. It's really interesting to consider who Kentucky's next coach could be. We're just shopping in a completely different aisle than we have been previously. And we don't have to worry about it anytime soon, but you are right, Texter, whenever that does happen. It's like Will Ferrell in old school. The only Back. thing that can stop He's punching this... the cereal boxes. Oh, that's a great scene. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that he turned down like $26 million for an Elf 2? I think this is super old news. I don't think But I mean, is... he, I'm glad. Like, that doesn't, they didn't need. They don't need that. First off. It's fine as is. I, they could be the crappiest movie of all time if you're giving me $26 million. Yeah, you're like, right. Yeah. That, that's changing my grandkids' grandkids' life. Like, you know, like, and think of how much good you could do if you are a charitable person with that sort of money. All that being said, couldn't they just, if they have that mon- much money to give to Will Ferrell, couldn't, couldn't they, they just, just find good? another $12 million and just get the best writers to make it funny? Like, to make it you entertaining? Know, you know what they should do is start some drama and just give the role to John C. Riley. <laughs> I, I bet I bet there would be Danny one. De- Danny DeVito. <laughs> I He'd think the, the, the biggest stipulation is you got to have Favreau do it if you're going to. Because he was that was his first movie he directed. He does he does all the hits now. But just get get everybody to hold a hand on it and just make it good. Do you watch the South Park special? Do you have Paramount Plus? No. No. <laughs> it was okay. R- Roush having a okay. streaming service that he has to pay for. When South Park goes long, it just it can't hold going long. It like it just yeah. you get like it's got to be the twenty two minute episodes are the best because there's a quick it's, shock and it's like it's like a nice arc. The uh, yeah, our stupid distracted brains for a stupid distracting show can't yeah. go too long because our distractions. Like the the one of my favorites is the Guitar Hero. Like that's just a perfect, you know, mm-hmm. just a dumb little premise. You stretch out the dumb premise too. It's like when they started making. It's sequential where each episode tied in the previous one, and it's like I can't follow a dumb plot line this long. I still was all right with that because each episode still had their own stupidity in its own right. But yeah, a lot of folks didn't like it for that very reason, and so so many people love like the trilogy Black Friday episode. I like I didn't like it just because it was probably a little too long. The I only, did like the trilogy Imagination Land. That was the only trilogy I because really they loved. had a lot of new like Imagination Land. You can bring in a lot of you know man bear pig show up. You well, know, I can like, only imagine like them just. Getting 
you know, oh. stone to the bone coming up with that idea. And they're like, what if we just make an imagination oh. land where just we can come up with anything? They, they go to the table of all the good characters and Jesus is like the leader. <laughs> got Aslan. <laughs> that, that'll, that, that, that's a uh, lot, now man. I kind of want to go back and watch it. Uh, all right, where are we at on the Thornton sex line? Um, we are at the part where they talk about South Park. <laughs> a lot of Lexington Six talk from Trevor on Monday, too. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I just, I, I don't... I, I I don't know if they just don't know enough details to realize that like that's still kind of just like a yucky subject, but maybe we're just saying that because we're Kentucky people. But it's it's also when you bring in race to... and maybe a girl getting hit and yeah, this sort of stuff. It's just not like not it would be like if we were funny. like, oh, Court Dennison, yeah, that guy stalking people. It's just kind of like some of that personal stuff, not yeah. so funny, right? Well, Trevor. Stepping on jokes, never. Yeah, but that's okay. Sekaida. He stays. That's what that means. Oh. Now it translates to I know remains. No, I know is you'll say. Yeah, that's you don't have to say the yo. Say yeah. just means I know. Or it just means stay. No, but I think you are I think TJ is correct, Justin. You are doing say is I know, but it uses different like it's used as like a the kind of deal. See. So, yeah. I think you're wrong, Justin. Happens all the time. Donde es biblioteca? My Spanish grammar is a little off, but yeah. That, I, I used right to be there. able to really understand Spanish. I'm a beast in Spanish. Well enough. You've got to pr- Yeah, you have Speaking to Speaking was always kind of shaky, but see, I'm like the opposite. seven years of it. I can speak really well, but I, I have trouble understanding it. What? Yeah. Speaking is like the, what? the last part. Of figuring out a language, I mean, I, I catch like if oh if I'm gosh. talking to somebody yeah. Hispanic, they I'll catch a few words, but no, I know how to say what I want to say. I just don't always know what they're saying. Yeah, uh, I had I dated a girl who lived in Argentina for a year uh, when she was younger, and that was her, she just figured it out because she was immersed in Spanish for mm-hmm. being there. Figured mm-hmm. it out like two or three months, you know, because you have to. Yeah, so you figure out a language. It would be cool to know a different language, maybe someday. Probably not though. Yep. Lincoln Riley is deathly afraid of recruiting and playing against the SEC, and you can write that down. The pack is more like the mediocre Big 12 competition, which is something he can deal with. You're damn right. You are damn right, sir. Uh, and we talked a lot about the coaching carousel stoops hanging around in our number one. Go check out the podcast brought to you by our friends at Cornbread Hemp. Use the promo code Big X. Take 30% off. Get some of those extra strength gummies. Popped in one last night. Slept like a baby. You need to bring me some. Okay, I'll bring I'll bring in some tomorrow. And heck, we'll we'll we'll, we'll all be cornbread hemping it up. Be a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seems, I love I, they're they're good folks there. At seems, cornbread hemp seems like it would have been a better idea for today, but yeah. But you take them before you go to sleep, though. You don't want to be like just groggy. It's very minimal THC, Justin. Yeah, no interest. <laughs> <laughs> Nice Christmas gifts, though. Big X, 30% off. No more easy ACC pickings for Brian Kelly. It's real deal now. Got to play the big boys. Can't wait to see him just angry on the sideline. And also, did you all see the one guy, who, the total loser, who was like, I've been saving this picture for nine years. Yep, it's real. This is a real picture oh, of Brian Kelly. Yeah, and it's gosh. just him flipping the bird on the sideline. It's like, yeah. who cares? He's like, hey, the, Do you the, think the, he's never cursed before? I held on. It just kept getting worse. Like, one, that you held on to this, that you watermarked it, 
that you thought that this was a big reveal, but even that you thought it was a big reveal that you like were protecting him. Now it is hilarious to release it like now, but not the way that you were just like, I'm being, uh, I'm showing him now. Yeah. Take that Brian Kelly, you jerk. What? Loser. A texter says as a spectrum tech, that argument between you guys about the app was gold. TJ is me trying to show customers technology isn't that hard. And Roush is every old customer I've ever had, but uh, had to back up. Uh, no, there, I've ever uh, had, but to back up Roush. Unless it's a Samsung, Roku, or Fire TV, the apps are limited. People stop blowing money on other smart TVs. Get something with a good picture and throw a Roku or Apple TV on it. Cheaper and more apps to choose from. Also, Justin, I wouldn't exactly call a first date you spent three hours shooting tequila, taking it slow. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. That's a fair point. Although I do just find the dynamics. I don't know. I'm, I, We've maybe, been out maybe, of the game a while. I've been so far out of the game, but I just feel like if I'm, uh, I just, I surprised that didn't progress into uh, another hangout session later. In the evening. Or like you know, go get a cocktail somewhere else yeah. afterwards. You know, move on to the next. So place. yeah, she's kind of like me. She's been single for a while, so we're both cla- we're both classy. We're both trying to get back into this whole thing. <laughs> Justin, yeah. that's right. We're both classy. Yeah, classy. <laughs> Man, I, TJ, can I just say, us boying <laughs> Justin into dating is the best content idea we've ever it. done. I love. Yeah, it. it's we better tr- than Trevor tries it. My we, God, we tried to bully Trevor into healthy living, but. <laughs> <laughs> Now Rutherford does the same thing. He really does. Their, their whole premise is trying to get him to eat a salad. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> he would not. What did he say? He would not eat a salad, or he'd eat a salad for Brom to come back. Is that what it was? Yes, he it's, did say that, but he wouldn't do it. Like it's been going on for months, where they've asked him where he finally said he would eat a salad, and that's for Brom to come back to. Louisville. He wouldn't do it for a Louisville championship. But he wouldn't do though. it for U of L football championship. He wouldn't do it for all the NCAA issues just to magically disappear and not. not Nothing like for the future. Just oh, one salad. Man. It's, and then it's, even with the Brom stuff, he responded and said, wait, with 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 dressing? This is like Kevin eating the broccoli. It is. Yeah. I think he knows that. Trevor, he enjoys his celebrity. <laughs> uh, that's a mean thing to say to Malik Cunningham. And Louisville. Yeah, not so much Louisville. Oh, man. A texter says, first time hearing the new intro, and boing. And they brought the, the door stopper spring thing <laughs> sound effect. I think I did a solid job with it. Those are pretty, like when you're a kid, just to give it a little flick. Uh, those are fun. The little baby is starting to like, can kind of roll on her side. Ooh, and nice. Can kind of like, you know, like Ooh. hit like little, the little things in front of her. I remember the first time Duke hit one of those, uh. Yeah, hit the little toys in front of her, and I was just the proudest dad. It's kind of exciting. I don't. Oh, yeah. Still, it's kind of hard to tell if she's doing it on purpose or not. But she's <laughs> doing it, and she's seeing it. Like oh, her yeah. eyes are on it. I still don't know if she has full. You know, she definitely does not have full control. But fun to watch. It was funny. Duke got a toy last year for Christmas where it's just you flip the switches and the little animals pop up. Oh, that sounds exciting. Took him until like last month to be able to get all of them. Like where he figured out each one opening, like he would sometimes wow. do it on accident. But now he's just like pop, 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 pop. Man, fun stuff. He'll Kids be, growing he'll up. He'll be taking coloring classes at the sales in no time. <laughs> Boom, roasted. 
<laughs> that was always a joke we had as, uh, about assumption. Oh, there was kids too that uh, they had a dry erase board at the sale last night, and they were making signs to the Trinity. Which, by the way, the kids not showing up to games is kind of lame. I'm glad the sales did. There was only like basketball players there for Trinity, but they had signs yeah. like "Go it's home and do weird. your ABCs and coloring homework." Oh. You would think Trinity to sales, you'd have two student sections. Oh yeah, when we were lively, when we were in high school, it'd be the case. I think also. Um, Parents have just made things so boring. Like you can't say anything, you know. It's inappropriate. Roush just Roush like you can't even bring in a sixer anymore for the games. <laughs> but you should be able to bully the other kids via student section. Make very inappropriate cheers. It's fine. They're just kids. We we'd have to maybe see where your line is on very inappropriate. Oh, but, but like like your um. Like your classic start the Lexuses, you know, like now that's like, oh, you can't make, f- it's, it's real dumb. Well, buddy. It's funny stuff. Start the tractor when you play somebody out in state. Yeah, good, <laughs> good, clean fun. Well, yeah, okay. I agree. So they're, they're high school kids. Let them be idiots. Um, to a degree. Yeah, to a degree. Yeah. We saw that ACC had a dog rot football league. Now we are finding out their basketball isn't any good either. Big 10, six. ACC2. Suck it, ACC. That was from Steve. Thanks, Steve. You're having a tough time with those numbers, huh? Well, I didn't know where they were going with it. It was like Big Ten. I, I thought it was an LC, it's 1C4. The Big Ten ACC thing. Challenge. Everybody in each conference lives for these this week. They stay up. They watch all their games. They, went all, they wear all their Big Ten ACC gear. Just kidding. They think it's dorky to like your conference. It just means more. Just means more. Hey, it's TC from Lexington. Hey, TC. Ohio State win definitely makes the game in a few weeks more interesting. Also, was thinking the other day, do you guys have any idea where the term cupcake teams came from in sports? Is it just referring to being soft in general or any more to that reference there? Oh, I'd like to know more. I've always just thought like cupcakes are soft and easy and delicious and non-threatening. You could go with like bread games. Bread's soft and amazing. But good. people like cupcake games because they're fun. People don't like love bread. Yeah, well, I disagree. I speak for myself, I suppose. Yeah, I love bread. I eat a lot of bread myself, Justin. Uh, Texter says, if Jordan Watkins comes to UK, Kentucky wide receiver group could become the most talented group on next year's team. What position group do you guys think will be the most talented for next year's team? Quarterback, maybe. But no, I, I that may be a. A cheating answer. Probably running back, but that's also a boring answer and not all that surprising. Kentucky's recruited where wide receiver is going to be a position of strength instead of a position of weakness. Um, yeah, I would say you'd still probably say running back. Now, there are going to be offensive line questions for the first time in a long time next year. So that's that's going to be a fun little offseason story to discuss. We're going to have a new center. New offensive tackles. I'm not so worried about the tackles. Center, I just would like to maybe go transfer portal there. There's been a – I mean, you've had two guys, really reliable guys in that position. I mean, even John yeah. Toth before. Like, that. that's something we really take for granted, you know. It, it, it's – Except that Florida game. When it seems it like you only really notice the center when you don't have a great center, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, that's uh, something to – Kind of keep an eye. It, it, the and it, some some year, sadly, it'll probably happen that UK in the trenches just kind of has a miss or there's injuries or something like yeah. that. It's gonna be weird when that day comes. 
They may have to throw Heck, more. It might and, be next year. You know, yeah, I mean, you know. true freshman Keontae probably starting at one of those tackle spots. Nine years down the road. Yeah. John here. Good morning, everyone. Glad to see the extension for Coach Stoops. What a night last night. I had fun bowling. Plus, IU and Duke take L's. Yes, baby. That's what's up. Suck it, IU and Duke. Hey, guys. Have you been watching the new season of F is for Family? If so, nope. what do you think about it so no, far? No. If not, what are you guys watching? I don't. What's F is for Family? I've never heard of that. He says, got to go. Talk to you later. No, I don't, but uh, hope you had a good night bowling, John. Good to hear from you, buddy. A texter says, Nick, chances that Wagner would reconsider that Notre Dame commitment. He talked about that in hour one. If you're not listening to the podcast, make sure you download it. Wherever you get your podcast, search Kentucky Roll Call. And if you're relatively new to the show, join us on our Facebook page, Kentucky Roll Call, for all sorts of fun shenanigans. Also, I officially made the move to Spotify on all my podcasts. Wow. Apple Podcasts Huge is the news. most garbage app ever. Can't stand it. It's terrible. Although some, I think recently some like a string of U of L or UK fans that don't like us, we got some negative reviews. Ooh. Not very nice. What positions will UK football target in the portal? Any specific players we should be looking into? Roush did dive into the mystery recruit a little bit. Still, whatever. I think it's an SEC receiver. He thinks it's an, a good SEC receiver, yeah. probably a top ten or fifteen in receptions or yards or something like that. So that if that narrows it down for you, they'll, they'll probably but do we'll a find cornerback out we find as out. well. But a, a lot of it too, you have to. I mean, Kentucky was got Jacquez Jones in what May last year. This is this is a long game. It's a long game. That's a good point. Yeah, and then also Kentucky could, like you said, go to spring, say, ah, yeah, we're not a hundred percent get sure injuries. About this. Like you just yeah. you don't you don't know. So that that's the beauty of the transfer portal. Are they going to remodel the current indoor facility or build a new one? If they're building a new facility, that's the biggest indicator. Stoops is here long term. He's not sticking around for a couple seasons while the facility is being built just to leave right after it's completed. It doesn't take that long to build. Uh, it gets a grass field and also four again, walls. Like if some place were to offer him a hundred million dollars, yeah, he's not going to be like, well, they did just build this facility. Yeah, he's going to say, well, great, they got a new facility for the next guy. It's all that more attractive of a job, which would, is true. My guess is that they. Because of the convenience of its location, that they just tear out the track and just renovate the one right next to the football facility, and then the old baseball stadium is where they do their indoor track deal. That's my guess. They they love the location of where they're at. It's convenient. It's just not nice enough. I think they're trying to figure out: Do you need to raise it, or can you? Yeah. yeah. Can can you do enough stuff? That's that's. But supposedly, I think they have figured it out. I think they know what they're going to do. I don't. It just hasn't been announced. Yeah, public. I'm sure. I'm sure sure somebody's going to leak it. And I'm wondering too if it's going to be a like I don't know what the best timing for that is. Is it right before signing day? Is it right after the bowl game? Wait till there's a slow period to kind of generate more season tickets and excitement and whatnot. Yeah, like a February. You you, you know, they kind of in between before spring practice stuff like that. Tell the people that know hush hush until we need kind of some good news or something like that. If Kentucky success isn't something to be happy over, then that must make Louisville fans some of the most miserable people in the world. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, Robert texts in a picture from Thornton's. He says, what I need Thornton's <laughs> to understand is these bad boys aren't long, Johns. This is as wide as it is long. It's a wide William. <laughs> <laughs> we need to put that picture on the Facebook page. Because that is wide a honking donut. <laughs> they do not make small donuts at Thornton's. Justin, can you post that I for us, you. please? Thank yeah. you. Keep up the great work, boys. Love the show. Way better than the KRC guys. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs>
that was Johnny trying to be funny. That settles it. I'm getting UK season football tickets, and that's also for my brother. Johnny, shut up. You say it every year. Yeah. You, you're, and then you wimp out. There's just no chance that you're going to be – No chance in France. No chance in France. So just stop lying to yourself and get on with your life. Well, Love that people wanted Holtz as the pitch man. There's no such thing as a sales call, son. Just a reminder that Dykes was one marveling about the stretching ability of Jarnell Stokes. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, we need date details, Scooter Dingus. Where did you all go to eat? Peak and Diner? She listened to the show? 110? Look scale? Uh, they went to a nicer Mexican restaurant. Not too fancy. It was actually a good, a perfect place for a first date. He told me where it was. Thanks. Really good. Perfect. He, he don't want to say it because they may be going back, you know? For more tequila shoes. Well, and they're not a sponsor. Uh, so they so we know where they went, and then scale one to ten. <sighs> um, I mean it's a solid nine, boys. Oh. Wow! It's it's a solid nine. She's she's right up my alley. Wow. Uh, I think there's an extra part on that text. I will not answer that one. Yep. Uh, Partly because I don't know yet. <laughs> you have once Brom in a better defense. The funny thing is he's had three DCs at Purdue. No offense, Roush. Oh, wow, yeah. you don't talk about his uncle that way. His defenses have been bad. They were good this year, though. Finally got a solid DC. Uh, yeah, I just here if Brom went to Louisville, and actually, weirdly enough, Rutherford yesterday said he doesn't think. So he was the first after I think he had pretty sure said he thought he would, but now. I think he's one of the only few that thinks that Brom maybe wouldn't go because of unfinished business at Purdue, which, like... That was last time. No offense, Uncle Brom. He's probably, got plenty of... Probably going to stay unfinished, buddy. Yeah. Like, you're doing a ton there. you got eight wins. That's as finished as it gets at but Purdue. But it's probably going to stay yeah. unfinished. Drew Brees ain't walking through that door. I don't think he'd say no to UofL a second time. And I wouldn't be scared of them. The only thing that would change is they'd get more players in the state, in the city. They'd get more players regionally. Kentucky would have to adjust. That that that's something I think Kentucky could survive. Worst comes to, and I still think Kentucky would win the majority of the battles, but it wouldn't be as universally as it is now. Big problem is you have to do this like this week. Like Louisville's kind of wasting time if they're going to do it. Now, that's why I don't think they're going to. Um, but if Jeff wanted to make the jump, he's got a pretty good quarterback recruit. He could probably convince him. Like eh, West Lafayette isn't too far from Purdue. You're from or, or from Louisville. You can just mm-hmm. come on down here because uh, he does have a pretty good quarterback recruit. They need well. If Cunningham leaves, leaves, they're gonna need a quarterback. Which probably gonna leave. Be smart for him to leave. Where's he gonna go? We said earlier, Cincinnati. Oh, okay. All right, everybody, have a good day. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We will be back on Thursday. Roll Call. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing up bushels of fun Now the jingle hop has begun Jingle bell, jingle bell